Hey, yo, and here we go with another episode of We Talk Music on the air and in your ear. Once again, I am Martin, and I have with me the king of the casters, Mr. Brett Podcast. And Brett, we have a, a gentleman on. We first discovered this guy's music, uh, this band's music, uh, I think about a decade ago. We've been mm-hmm. re- listening to it regularly ever since. Uh, the band has a new album out, Out in the Dark, coming February 10th. And uh, I think we're probably going to need to talk to him for about three or four days just to go over everything, but uh, I don't think we have that much time. What are we going to do? <laughs> well, I think we're just going to, we're just going to have to introduce him for one thing. We're, l- we're lucky to have Augustin Nelson, Glam from Wigwam. So happy to have you on the show again, Aga. Thank you for having me. It's so nice to, to talk to you guys. So thank yeah. you. We had you on many years ago to talk about ammunition and we hope that ammunition will, is, is still going to have some future too because the music is great, but we're here to talk wigwam because yeah, no. you know, you know, uh, there's so 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 many things going on, you know, and you know, we have different projects, and of course nowadays wigwam is my main project. Even though I, I'm also going to tour with John Norum from Europe. We just released he just released a, a solo album, and and we're working on uh, some ammunition stuff, and I do some solo stuff, and I do some Queen stuff here in Norway, some shows and. And Trons can his stuff, you know. So, you know, right now we're very happy, happy campers in, in Wigwam. Well, I mean, since we, we first, like I say, about Wigwam, we discovered them about 10 years ago before before Peacemaker. We're before Peacemaker, <laughs> but not right at the very beginning. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously the international profile of the band has is, is never been bigger, you know. No, it hasn't. Um, Actually, we, we we thought we had a major breakthrough with with in my dreams uh, in the Eurovision Song Contest 2005, and that really had a major impact of, on our career, of course. But back then, we we focused on Europe, and of course Norway as the main priority because back here, the you know the clubs and you know the venues they 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 offered great deals, so we made a lot of money in 2005 and. We even turned down uh, festivals like the Sweden Rock Festival and other big festivals because they didn't pay enough money. We we earned a lot of money in, in our home country, you know, so the oil country. So, <laughs> <laughs> and but later we went on tour in Japan, and when when we when we broke up, you know, without there were a lot of places that we had never played. One of them being USA, of course, and and Australia, and. Uh, we're making up for that now. Yeah, you're just about to go to Australia. I mean, that's uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy. I mean, is, is what is it, about a half a dozen dates or something there? Yeah, we're uh, seven, eight, nine. Don't remember. <laughs> it's like yeah. I was going to to Melbourne, Sydney, Perth, uh, Adelaide, Brisbane, uh, the Gold Coast, a couple more. Yeah, yeah. That, we were playing about- literally every day. So it's gonna be cool, and you know, and, and you're back in America in, in April, supposedly. Hopefully, I'll, I'll issue yeah, yeah, yeah. with the I visa mean, taken care of. And how yeah. how long does it take to make a working visa? <laughs> uh, in America, waiting. we've already <laughs> been waiting for ages. I mean, uh, after the peacemaker success, we 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 had our hopes. Our hopes were high for us to 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 go down to America to do a tour with Lita Ford and Winger in July. Oh, that was too soon, and uh, so everything was postponed, you know. And then we thought, you know, January, but you know, 
before applying for the visas, all the contracts must be signed and sealed and everything. And there was some missing links. And so it's been, you know, a bit too late, you know. And uh, on top of that, it's chaotic times with uh, in that camp in America right now, right, right? With, the, with the visas. Well, hopefully, I mean, I hope everything gets straightened out. We're, we're located yeah, in has Canada. To, it has to. Uh, we're, we're, yeah. we're located in Canada, but most of the our listeners are in America. So, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, they get a chance to all see you, and hopefully, you get to Canada too because we're. Uh, oh, that would be awesome! Do we, we have we the love, same uh, same yeah. system with working visas in Canada? Yeah, yeah, and it would be backed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in Australia, it's it's not that hard, uh, and in Europe, I mean, there's a reason. The reason why American bands come over all the time to, to Europe, so um, should it should be I think think it's it's about time we we have the equal equal uh, laws and rules for yeah, too much bureaucracy, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but you know the album is just like let's talk about the album. Yeah, thanks. So damn good. <laughs> I mean, thanks. it's it, I mean I know it's only January, but I know it's going to be my contenders for best albums of 2023. It's it's, wow. uh, I mean, I am. Uh, I got so many of these songs running out in the dark tonight is running through my head right now. The music video is awesome. It's the song is dark. The video is even darker, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yet fun at the same time. Yeah, it is. We were in a very Somehow. dark place when we wrote that song. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's to be continued. It's got a hook on it. So I mean, you know. I can't wait to see what happens next. It, it's just it's, wait and uh, see. <laughs> yeah, just wait and see. Uh, yeah, you know, it's but it's because it is dark. I mean, if people are expecting kind of light, fun, you know, like like from Peacemaker, and you know, yeah, and, and then they get this. I yeah. think they see, <laughs> you know, I think it's good for the band show multiple sides like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, even though out of the dark, you know. It, Pretty much in the same, same style as in Never Say Die, you know. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more lighter, maybe. Uh, but you know, uh, high and dry is is more the, the you know the the light stuff that we do more, more poppy melody. So, but you know, we're we're a hard rock band, so you know we 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 won't sound like Earth Wind and Fire or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, the, the music is just so good. I think. Uh, I can't tell you what my favorite song is because there's too many good ones. Uh, High wow, and Dry cool. also gets in my head. I love Forevermore. The guitar work on 79, the instrumental track. Is oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. You know? uh, he's, uh, he's a great guitar player, John. <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, I had, had so many uh, questions about, you know, why we're putting uh, an instrumental on the album. And, and, and for Wigwam, I remember on the first album, I, I was really onto that to, to have I mean I really admired Tron back then I do admire him today too but back then he was like he's he's a bit older than me and back then he was like the, one of the guitar players I really look up to you know so I told him you know we, we really need one of your instrumentals on the first album you know and and so it's been like that every album we've had, we've had uh, an instrumental by Tron unless uh 
except for for on a non non-stop rock and roll. I think he he did uh, vocals on one song, um, "Still I'm Burning." So he had his song, but he was seen. <laughs> <laughs> And so this it, time he's 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 like I, I was so so happy when I heard heard his his instrumental this time because it's it's really in the vein of you know the 70s style, you know, it, yeah. it's not packed with big guitars or anything. It's there's so much air and I mean so so much dynamic going on and everything is focused on his on his emotional fingers. <laughs> His tunes. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, one of my favorites on the album, actually. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's uh, beautiful guitar work, beautiful composition. And speaking of favorites, I think the song that I think has the most commercial potential is probably "The Purpose." I think that oh, yeah. one is. I think that one has a lot of because I think you really capture, you know, what people people want that passion. They want somebody to love them, and you know, they yeah. want that, and you really capture it beautifully. And at the same time, you know, to be honest, that song was presented to me uh, more or less as an instrumental. So I thought that was going to be the instrumental song because Bert, the bass player, and Tron had had written the music, and and I heard it. I, I took it back home here in my home studio. I just cranked it up, put on my headphones, and uh, I thought, you know, th th I, I could just hear some melodies coming. And you know everything just happened in the first take. The the whole melody line that it continues into the kind of chorus, and some of the lyrics came to mind as well. I mean, happens to be about you know uh, you know relationships these days. I mean, we we find someone, but we're we're we we never work hard enough. I mean, it's. Um, relationships goes up there, there are ups and downs you know we are very very soon to 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 leave you know to find something else we in these these days to fight for something i mean it's uh it, it's more and more seldom oh it's getting hard <laughs> we're having a hard time Bye, I'll find someone else yeah, to, yeah. to fall in love with. You know, to fight for it. You know, yeah, yeah. So it's the fight that when you when you have done the fight and gone through the hard, hard the hard times in a relationship, that's when it's gonna you know flourish and be 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 some something great. I I always think to myself that with love, you know, uh, if it's if it's easy, then it's easy. It's not love yet. It, it, when you, it's hard, and you're willing to fight for it. That's yep. when you know it's love. Yep. And you need to be transparent. You need to be on. I mean, I, I'm a newly newly wedded. And found find oh, the love of my life. Thanks. <laughs> I was 48 when I met her, and I had stopped believing uh, in uh, finding anyone. I was like. I'm never gonna find anyone again. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a traveling guy, you know, touring musician. Won't find anyone, you know. To, I don't care. I'm just gonna fool around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so when I met her and I really dug her and she dug me, I was like, we were both in the same situation, you know, putting all the cards on the table. I told her about my life, you know, all the shitty parts, yeah. because. They are obviously going to come up anyway sometime. 
I mean, so and same with her. So uh, we 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 didn't have to walk around being afraid to 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 tell tell each other who we really were and all the black <laughs> dark <laughs> ages in our books. I mean, it's, that's good. Uh, Brett's a newlywed. Get it too, out so. there. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Brett's just uh, is a newlywed too. So I mean, he. He understands, don't you? Brian? <laughs> That's for sure. There is no question about it. And and when you got something in the past, you got you got to lay it all out there. <laughs> yeah, the good, bad, and the ugly. That's right. But you know, speaking of fighting, um, you know, I think Uppercut Shazam is probably <laughs> one of my favorites. And, and I just That's want one of my to, favorites too. Like, where do you come up with something like like what in your head <laughs> says yes, Uppercut Shazam? This is it. I got yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah. I'll, um, to be honest, uh, that that song um, that was um, a riff that Tron had written, and uh, there was something about it. I got this kind of uh, you know this kind of Indian like kind of classical theme melody in my head, and I had just been watching CNN. To be honest, uh, I didn't know what the song was going to be about. I had no topic. I had nothing in mind. I was just watching CNN before going down here in my studio and to crank it up. And that was um, back in the days when when Russia decided to invade uh, Ukraine, and when Ukraine started, you know, fighting back, and every everyone, the whole world was like surprised. Wow, wow, almost like David and Goliath, you know. So. And I did. I never intended to to write a lyric about that that, that war. And it's kind of about the, the war, but it's also about you know being this smaller, weaker person getting back at someone who who gets on their nerves and be, treats you bad. So uh, so, but but it, it was. Uh, was mostly you know the, the 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 war that triggered those feelings and it's a very angry song. <laughs> yeah, and that's the, yeah, well, for sure, and and that's the great thing, right? Like, I mean, it, it just you prove that you can take like serious lyrics or and and even in some cases not serious, but like you can you can make them catchy and you can you can combine them into like kind of kind of a wigwam stew like that you guys managed to do which most bands can't okay thanks <laughs> because you know what we we came from when we started this band we were like steel panther and we had put ourselves kind of pretty much uh much in um in a very s small you know uh fragment kind of we, we were like a, a Cabaret, you know, mm -hmm. we were like an ironic band because back in 2000, you know, our, our style was so outdated. So when we started this band, um, we never intended to start a, a, a band for real. We were just a jam band playing, you know, jam, having jam sessions every Friday night on a dark club. And uh, that that night was called the Absolute Friday Nights. And we were called the Absolute Friday Band. And so somebody heard us and uh, thought, you know, it's so cool to hear Van Ale and Led Zeppelin, those kind of 
kind of songs again from those bands. So we were booked for uh, an 80s themed party in that town called Halden. So three days before the gig, I told the guys, you know, we, we can't be called an absolute Friday band. And can we just take some photos and um, can you just bring whatever from the 80s and try to create something? Because back then I, I produced a lot of music shows. I had a an Eagles uh, tribute show with the Jorn Lande, Jorn uh, singing. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah, so I, I, I produced that show and I wasn't on stage, but he was. <laughs> you know? And uh, even with uh, with, with the Creedence Clearwater, I had this, someone booked me to, to, to make a, a Creedence Clearwater show. And I thought, well, why not? And I had to buy all the records and dig deep into it. And... And this was supposed to be a kind of 80s theme party thing, you know, just for corporation gigs or whatever. But after a while, we had so much fun. So we started to, to write original songs that we would blend in with the, with the covers. And we didn't even present them as originals because back then all the covers were originals because we... <laughs> kind of crazy guy. I, I made up this story that we originally came from a br bronze with a set, the Polish quarter of Brooklyn. And we, we, we had this band called Wigwam and we released like three, four albums around the end of the 60s. And we were all <laughs> drug addicts and stuff, you know, and uh, at one time we, 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 uh, we left uh, the, the States and moved to Norway and we took Norwegian names to blend in with the Norwegian musicians. So my name became Argen, was Tron and Einstein and Bernd. And in 2001, we decided to have a comeback. <laughs> the legends are back. <laughs> wow. And, so we, and we, so we took back all the original songs that were stolen from us, you know, because back then we were so, we were so drugged and drunk that we, we didn't, we, we didn't understand that, you know, we gave away songs at the parties, you know. So Bon Jovi stole our living on the prayer. And so so we, we actually played them the, the, the way that they were supposed to be played. The original take on the songs. You know? so, oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's and we were legends. More. I mean, in the, we, we just did this for fun, man. But it became such a, such a great story and people started to believe it, you know, and, and we could hide behind the makeup and the costumes, you know, and um, at every gig we arrived in stretch limos, sometimes helicopters. We used, <laughs> we used, we used old fee. I mean, for, to, to, to pay off, you know, the helicopters and the, the guards, we had the private guards. Cause of fortune, man. We, we had a lot of fun. <laughs> that's amazing i i did yeah. not know that story that's not on oh. your wikipedia or anything <laughs> oh, so, i mean even the first time when we when we participated in the eurovision song contest with the crazy things in 2004 this was the year before in my dreams and, and you know back then it was such a lame show eurovision song contest it was going downhill you know and they had the same artist every year you know and this year and here's something new they're called wigwam and wow rock and roll you know <laughs> and i 
had this interview with a you know serious uh, daily in Norway. As had a sit down in my costume, you know, and the the, um, the journalist asked me, you know, so w- where are you really from? Well, I'll tell you that, man. We're from Bronx with a set, the Polish quarter of Brooklyn. <laughs> we were actually, we got this band started in 1967. But, and I told the whole story, you know? And he was like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, to Norway, yeah. And the next day we had two whole pages. <laughs> you hear the, the great story about how they came to Norway and, and how John Travolta crashed their party and, you know, <laughs> oh, and Paul Stanley stole their songs. And then in the, the other competing uh, dailies, they had a small note saying, you know, the Wigwam guys tried to make us believe that they're from Bronx with the set. We all know they are, I mean, they're just family fathers. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> family men in their, <laughs> in their 30s, <laughs> oh, <laughs> trying to wow. be like rock stars. But it's all just like the comedy. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Now we had so much fun. It's <laughs> amazing. Did you did you do that interview? Did you try and do a Brooklyn accent? Yeah, but also a bit <laughs> Polish. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, we weren't Polish. We were Polish. <laughs> Santos, right? <laughs> it's not Jewish, it's Jewish. <laughs> kind of some of the mannerisms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the ism. <laughs> oh, well, that's sorry. That makes me laugh hard. You know, and, and then it's it's so ironic that it that it took like Peacemaker, which you know, which has its own like you know, yeah. silliness, abject silliness to, to come and help bring you guys back into the, into yeah, the yeah, mainstream. He's, and I... he's almost like us back in the days when we put on our uniforms and people were like, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> it's our uniforms. Actually, it's the very same thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We were out there fighting for rock and roll. And, you know, and even in the 2005, during uh, when we did In My Dreams, uh, in my dreams, we told the guys, we, we told the press er- everywhere, you know, the rock and roll revolution. <laughs> like we had these slogans, you know, and uh, we we're fighting for rock and roll. It's, it's about time the hard rock was put on the big Eurovision stage, you know, and in the prime time TV. <laughs> oh, that is, that is so awesome. Oh, we had a great time. Yeah. Even in, uh, in the Eurovision there, you know, we, we, when we when we did the Eurovision, the international Eurovision, it was actually in Kiev, in Ukraine. Mm, wow. Yep. And back then there was like already back then, you know, the, the Russians and and the the, the, the the Ukrainians, they you know they've been fighting, fighting, fighting. Uh, but Ukraine really wanted to become a part of you know Europe, and so there was this clash back then and. The, the orange movement, I don't know if you've heard of it, when they had the or orange flag, that kind of symbolized uh, the part of Ukraine that wanted to become part of Europe instead of the Russian. And uh, after being there for a while uh, during the Eurovision Song Contest, 
Uh, I talked to so many Ukrainians about this, and uh, I really felt felt them, you know. And uh, uh, w- when I was going on stage, I originally had a, a gray or silver flag on my mic stand, and um, and I told the guys in you know the the, the broadcasting, you know, uh, I really wanted to put an orange flag, and they were like, no, 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 no politics, no politics. <laughs> But I had this orange flag and I couldn't help it. So in the last few seconds before going on stage, I changed it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, we ha- I had a friend. He was filming on the market square in Kiev. There were 250,000 people out there watching the, the show on a big screen. And when I came out and I was rising the, the, the orange flag, I mean, I almost cried when he showed me that backstage after after we had done our show a song. They were like, "Why?" It's like crazy. Wow! Yeah, that uh, must have been an amazing moment for sure. I, it was. I really, you could really feel it. And you know, meeting people down there after after the performance, they were like, "Oh, thank you, thank you." They were crying because it really meant that much to them. That's yeah. good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So but somebody, you know, you know, in the broadcasting uh, weren't that happy. <laughs> you should never have done that. Well, shit you should have done it. You should have done it. it it's yeah. so funny because, you know, I mean, over here, it's so easy for us in North America to forget about what's happening in Ukraine. You yeah, know, yeah. For it to, you know, but it, it's so much closer for you. You, know, you have it. You have, you have your own stuff going on down there with the yeah, with the blue the blue people and the red people and the, oh, yeah. the classified always... documents. There's so much going on. I mean, yeah. a, it's, I mean, sometimes I watch House. Of, I used to watch House of Cards. I can't watch it anymore because you know the the the, the real stuff. It's ten times worse. <laughs> so true. So you can't true. make that up. No, no, I know, I know, and yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think. It's it's good because there's comedians and there's musicians, so we can we, we it's just, it all gets filtered through them. <laughs> no, oh, no, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> crazy well, times. We're uh, technically we're out of time with you. We're supposed yeah. to only go to 12, 12 to twelve thirty. So I I, I don't know I if you have you something so. else to do. Or... <laughs> <laughs> that went by fast. Do you have anything else, Brett? Well, I'm just, uh, you know, I just, when it comes down to, you know, like the band, I mean, now you've released a couple of albums just recently, which it, which is great news. Like, do you think that that with all this renewed interest that Wigwam is going to like kind of stay as a, as a primary focus and you're going to keep releasing albums every couple of years? Oh yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, at least now we have, a, as long as we have a good time together, as long as we, we have uh, the working ethics, and you know that we 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 want the same thing. You know what 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 killed us back then was we wanted different things. You know, Tron wanted to go darker with with music like Yorn, and I wanted to go more like the Queen. And we needed to we needed to do others other things. You know, and and so we did, and we also learned to respect each other more after being away from each other. Back then, um, especially Tron and me, we were like fighting all the time. And, you know, we were, you know, pr- probably touring 
too much as well. We had had a management that really thought we would last maybe a year or two. So they wanted to milk it for, for what it was worth, you know. And sometimes we even did like three, three concerts a day. And wow. yeah, and I was drinking too much back then because I, I was constantly, you, know, you get tired. So you start to drink and you try that, that think that that's going to help you. Kind of helps you to get crazy enough to actually <laughs> get you going. But at some time you just fall to pieces and then they have to, you know, scrape you back on, you know. And uh, so these days we are enjoying everything much more. It's like, no, we're not going to do two shows. We're going to do only one show. No, we're going to have a day off. We're actually going to uh, you know, like experience this place and see different places. Yes, I want to bring my wife for this place. And just, just, I mean, life is short. So now I think we appreciate everything much more. And even, you know, the, the songwriting and, and everything, I think we all appreciate every aspect of it much more. You know, so, uh, we, you deserve the success you're getting, you know. Like I said, oh, we've been you. listening to you for, for about a decade now. And, and when I saw that they chose you for Peacemaker, I was like, yes. That's, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was, I was so happy for you. You know, and then I saw the opening sequence and I thought, I bet that's not what they had in mind when they <laughs> thought they were going to do this <laughs> But it was awesome. Um, that, was, that was a crazy, crazy experience. I mean, I was, I was up here in, in Trondheim. I'm living a quiet life, and, you know, out there with my dog in the woods. And, you know, certainly text message, there, there was like, my phone is exploding, you know, people from all around the world say, oh, congratulations. What? Oh, it has <laughs> premiered already. It's like, wow, I have to check this out. And then suddenly, hello, this is Rolling Stone magazine. <laughs> like, the fuck? <laughs> and three days before the premiere, our Norwegian agency dropped us, you know. So when all this, this happened, we didn't have a management. We didn't have a a, a booking, uh, not anything. We had a label, of course, but you know, so everything was kind of upside down. There's massive success and no one to take care of it. So we were kind of in a hurry. Yeah. So I, uh, I was, I was on the phone kind of 24 seven talking to people and arranging things and getting people to, to, to uh, get on our team. And, uh, well, you mm-hmm. never know what what it's going to lead to, you know. I mean, you you couldn't know. It could have, it. I mean, but I I feel like people just need to hear Wigwam to appreciate them because there's, you know, like I said, I think you, your music is fantastic. I, I'm I'm a big fan. I uh, that's awesome too. Thank you, sir. You know, I I hope nothing. My father was actually just uh, last week in Norway. I should have had oh. him by if I'd known. I would have told him to stop by and. And give you a handshake from me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but we yeah. can't wait to come down to the U.S. to play there in uh, in April, and uh, and hopefully there will be some some gigs in Canada as well. I mean, we we have guitars and we want to travel, so uh, we are just waiting for fans to 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 to, to react and want us, to, you know, request us on festivals and stuff. So. 
there'll be a lot of festivals you think this summer you're playing i think only one is announced but lots more coming i hope so as as many as possible and now we just um we just got the news that we're going to do the the sweden rock festival okay. and uh stuff like that and um but hopefully there will be some more festivals in the u.s also i mean we we are um we are eager to, to tour the U.S. and uh, as long as we have working visas, we are happy to. I mean, we've always dreamed about. I mean, we, we've been traveling up and down here in Europe, and uh, so we know every town and all the you know countries here. But for us, it's a dream come true to actually be able to come down there and play, play in the U.S. a market that we never have. Mm-hmm. have um, well, you're you're playing played. the whiskey. You're playing the legendary whiskey. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Los Angeles. That's I mean, that's cool. a that seems like a perfect place for wigwam. You know, I hope so. But, uh, you know, uh, but uh, festivals. I'm sure you. I mean, I just. I'm sure you guys put on a great show. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we we've done some so many shows now, and uh, and every time it it gets better and better, and we it feels you know the the first time uh, during the pandemic we did some some uh, some shows with a limited uh audience yeah audience yeah. like 100 only but we wow. were paid by by the Norwegian state to i mean they they gave us budgets like it was packed mm-hmm. and the first time it, it kind of felt kind of weird to walk around in you know platform boots again and because i've been doing so many many things you know in my life after wigwam Kind of, you know, with ammunition, doing lots of stuff with Tony Carey, the Rainbow stuff, the Queen stuff, lots of solo stuff. So to be back with the guys, you know, it was like, what? How did we do this? <laughs> but it, it all came naturally after a while. I mean, it's now it feels like, you know, the second skin, you know? Yeah. Well, Aga, it is so great to talk to you. We, did, we love you. We Likewise, love the music. Man. And uh, so we want to give you the chance before we let you go to tell everybody how they can keep up with you, how they can, keep, how they can get the new album. Yeah, uh, the new album is out uh, February 10th. And um, please get in touch with us on uh, Wigwam Official on Facebook and on Instagram. And I think we're even on TikTok. Woo! Woo. Yeah. And that's that's the place you want to be if you, if you want some backstage uh, fun, you know, we we're gonna use that that more like you know the not so serious uh platform yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that 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 that's the that's the clips you know from the toilets and from the, <laughs> oh, from well, the after parties and us being drunk drunk and wasted uh, I, I, can't, I can't remember <laughs> making fools of ourselves <laughs> i can't remember the exact lyric what is it there's something lyric in the album in the new album uh, out in the dark uh, february 10th with some lyric about taking your panties off in a pile of cocaine yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's ghosting you yeah. that's ghosting you that's you know pretty good lie though it's a great lie <laughs> comes Maybe home six in the morning <laughs> when your girlfriend comes home six in the morning you know it was, uh, it was raining and i was falling you know, in a pile of cocaine <laughs> sorry to Awesome. <laughs> I didn't so do anything fun. stupid. Well, that I that is this. totally, totally the best way to best way to leave this because uh, you know I, I like okay, you can't go wrong there. Right? But, <laughs> uh, 
I'm gonna thank you so much for being on the show. And we look See forward around. to thank you for having, having you again. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. every minute of this conversation. <laughs> thank okay. you. We did, we did thank too. you, guys. All right. Thank you very Bye much. Now. Bye. <laughs>